We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, welcome to the True Faith Radio Show. I'm Alex Hurst. Joined by Ben Wade and Simon Campbell. This is Radio Tyneside. Happy 65th birthday, Radio Tyneside. If, I'm sure if you've been listening to the station this week, you'll have heard all about Radio Tyneside's 65th anniversary. That's quite some time for a radio station to be, I don't know, airing to the great British public in the what, northeast. What you, what's your reference for that? What do you mean? How many radio stations have you listened to for 65 years? <laughs> well, loads. Just, just this one. Just this one. No, it, is, it is impressive. Yeah, got a bit of news of our own, so hopefully you can hear us a little bit better. We've solved or resolved our uh, recent sound problems when we've been doing the public podcasts. All will be well on those in the future. Sorry again to George Colgan, who joined us in the last podcast, and he couldn't really hear him, and he had a lot of interesting things to say. I'm sure we'll get George back on again. Lads, we've been nominated by someone for the Football Blogger Awards Best Podcast in the Country. Si, would you like to tell the public how they can help us? It looks like Ben wants to speak. No. No? Um, they can go on Twitter, and um, you'll notice there's already 20 to 30 people have already uh, done it. You uh, need to tweet the following. I am voting for... No, sorry, I am voting in the... <laughs> <laughs> You've got to get a spot on as well, so you can start, sorry. Go on to the Twitter. And have a <laughs> on go on our Twitter, you'll see plenty of people doing it. Um, I'm voting in the FBAs for TF Weekly Pod as the best football hashtag podcast. So I'm going to do this properly, Si, because that's no help to anybody. First of all, you'll find us on Twitter, at TF Weekly Pod. You don't just have to vote through Twitter, uh, and we'll go through that recently, but if you could please either vote for us, leave us a review on iTunes, maybe a good one, follow us on SoundCloud, at TF Weekly Pod, that would be helpful. But what we've got going on at the moment, we're all going to be there November the 15th or something in Manchester, TF Weekly Pod, night out, um, and hoping to win the best podcast, unlikely, but we'll see. Um, what you have to do if you go to Twitter uh, and you say very clearly, I am voting in the at the FBAs, all one word, the FBAs for at TF Weekly Pod, our Twitter handle, as the, best, as the best football hashtag podcast. So that again, I am voting in the at FBAs for at TF Weekly Pod as the best football hashtag podcast that'll get us a vote and we'll be dead grateful you can also go on the football blogger awards website and type us in manually there this way is a little bit easier if you're on social media Uh, so you can do that for us we'll also have post-match podcast coming out this 
Saturday night, live from Derby. Uh, three fifths of TF Weekly Pod will be three, four, four sixths of TF Weekly Pod will be in. Is there a better fraction than four sixths? Two thirds. Two thirds. Two thirds of TF Weekly Pod <laughs> will be at Pride Park or staying over in Derby. Um, so we'll have. A, I mean, the match finishes about half seven. We'll hope to have a podcast out if the hotel Wi-Fi is good enough. Which probably looking at the hotel, it's not. Um, by about nine ten o'clock Saturday night. So tune in for that, and then Monday we'll have a special. Myself, Mick Martin, and Wallace Wilson of True Faith, one of True Faith's best and longest serving writers, will be talking through uh, the until very recently secret meeting that the three of us and a couple of other lads um, had with Rafa Benitez. Uh, so we're doing a full podcast on my and Mick's and Wallace's four hours with Rafa, which we'll have a lot to say. Um, a lot of very positive stuff so tune in for that Monday night I think that's going to be a really big podcast I think that's you know possibly should maybe eclipse um, the one we did with uh, the Daily Mail journalist Craig Hope which is our most listened to ever so should we do a radio that show that was the radio show yeah <laughs> <laughs> next week yeah um, is someone keeping a time on this um, yeah. no Great. Well, we've probably got about twenty-five minutes. Yeah, let's let, let's work on twenty-five minutes. Sorry, radio time side. If we go over a little bit, they'll probably cut this bit off. <laughs> <laughs> if this goes over half an hour. Um, so lads, football's back. Ben, um, have you missed it? Did you, did you feel the 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 same sadness that you normally feel at the start of the Premier League season? Because normally you got three Premier League fixtures. Normally, if Newcastle you've lost them all, and you're like, darn, I wish this was an international <laughs> break hadn't come round or, or do you feel that in the championship maybe it's a little bit uh, more you know fight. We've, 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 we've played six games including the cup most teams have played seven including the first round of the cup Yeah. do, do you think the break's done more good? Um, I hope so um, yeah I mean I've, I've not really missed it it's obviously great to be going to Derby on Saturday um, you get your ticket alright yeah yeah, yeah. that's all sorted uh, so I'm look, looking forward to that but um, yeah I just I think it probably didn't come at a great time because I think we'd sort of just started on a really good run of performances where the, the game against Brighton were really dominant um, and it's potential. it's got potential to be sort of a bit of a momentum killer um, but equally it we've, we've obviously had quite a few new players coming in uh, very late in the uh, transfer window so hopefully it's it's given them more time to to adjust to England and and obviously the, the way Rafa wants, wants them working um, and, and again it's just another couple of weeks for Rafa to, to get his ideas across to them so I think it's it's a really good opportunity for the squad to sort of work internally on um, on improving and hopefully we'll, we'll see an improved performance against Derby um, it's, I, I think it's one of those one of those sort of things where you've just it is one of those you've just got to try and use it to the best of best of your ability what you can do but yeah so Ben, uh, very positive about the international break side. The flip side of that is most of our players are international, so make, actually we're going to be a disadvantage because like like most of Derby's players have been being back. Do you think that will have any impact? Not this just not just this international break, but in international breaks to come. Um, I'm, it's not most of our team, is it? There's a handful of players. I was going to say we've got a big squad now as well. Yeah. Squad. Did Dummett get off the bench? No. Of course not. No. Um, so so who's who's playing at national? And Bemba. Um Diame. Bemba, Diame, Clark. Yeah. Um Bemba, Diame, Clark, Murphy, oh, Mitrovic. Mitrovic. 
who played like Murphy. Did you say Murphy? Yeah, Murphy. All of whom, the point being, all of whom, as Ben said, have competition for places in their yeah. position, so it's not like if they come back naked, they won't play. Raphael just happily to say, right, put someone in who's, who looks fully fit. Um, so, no, as he said before, like normally we're sitting thinking, right, season starts after the international break, two weeks to have a bit of a rest and, and, and rejuvenate after some terrible performances. <laughs> Whereas now, if anything, four wins on the bounce, the international break wasn't what we wanted. Um, but Derby's probably after after Brighton, one of our other biggest games of the season. Or at least it, you would have looked at it at the start start of the season as one of the biggest ones. Uh, they've got a decent team. It'll not be easy away. Um, so get, having everyone back and fit is probably a good thing after after the last one where we'd lost Mitro and, um, yeah. and Gale to concussions and everything. So I think you raise an interesting point now. This is the hardest run of fixes this season. Kind of hasn't really been touched upon and I've written in my match preview for True Faith and the special which is the True Faith match day newsletter please sign up if you haven't it's very good um, you know we've, we've faced in this run of games Brighton Derby Vial and Norwich who are if you look at the odds at the start of the season including us that's the top five Yeah, that's the top five teams in the championship we've got them all in the space of a month mm-hmm. Um or just over a month, I think Norwich is the 28th and Brighton was the 25th, but it's all coming up in September. Alongside that, we'll have the likes of, you know, QPR away, um, which is coming up on Tuesday. Uh, so, you know, that's that's very difficult. We also have Ipswich at home um, in the same, no, sorry, not Ipswich, Wolves at home. Wolves are flying in the top six. So you look at, look at this now, you kind of think if we were to get through this little tricky, or very tricky, we're in a fixtures, unscathed, unbeaten, maybe in the next six, seven games or five, six games including the Brighton game maybe if we were to get 15 points you, you've got to think this is it's done we've won the league we've won the league alternatively if we have a really sticky patch which ben, you might not see coming but then it's back to, back to square one isn't it so you know with with Derby having started not so well do you do you think Newcastle should be going into this game looking for three points or do you think a point would be a good result I think as I said, it's, it's and, and you just said that, it's one, one of the tougher games if, away from home. Um, they've got Nigel Pearson, who's a really experienced manager. Um, obviously knows knows us very well, though he probably doesn't know much of the sort of playing stuff. A lot of them are left, but he he knows how to set up teams. He obviously did brilliant brilliantly with uh, Leicester towards the end of last season. Um, and I, I just think he's he's a he's one of the sort of proper managers in the league that that knows how to set up a team. So. I could see it being difficult. Having said that, I don't think there's any teams got as good a squad as we have, as good a first team as we have. Um, and I think when when we're playing with confidence, like there's not many teams are going to be able to live with it. I don't, I can't really think think of any that would worry us. Even the likes of Norwich that obviously beat us uh, at the end of last season. I think we now. I feel like we've we've improved. We've, we've found sort of a way of playing. The the sort of Partnerships we're building in, within the squad, the likes of Shelby and, and uh, Hayden are working really well together. I just think it's they're, they're too good of players for for other teams. Um, nobody's got anyone at that sort of level. I mean, at the end of the day, we've got a lot of players who've got bags of Premier League experience, um, and I think we'll just be too good. So I wouldn't be disappointed with a point, but I, I can see we're comfortably getting getting a good win. Yeah, that's the point, isn't it? Like the first few games, we knew we had the squad, and it was a bit of a worry watching how. How disappointing the first two performances were, but it was just that 
that confidence and that sort of team gelling was always going to come and it has it's had it's happened four wins on the bounce and you're going into games now without any real worries about the fact that you probably win and if not you'd expect a point would be well well earned and just on to the next game without any real any real fear of what's what's to come I think a big point to mention as well is as, as you just said it is a hard run but we're literally getting all of these out of the way early in the season it, I mean, you, it's sort of a famous saying: you, you can't win anything uh, this early in the season. The, the, the next, I'm just trying to find what I've written for the special, which most of you listening will already have read. Of course. <laughs> at this point, but um, after this, uh, once we get out of September, mm-hmm. we'll have all three promoted teams to play, and the whole of the bottom eight, yeah. current bottom eight in the championship, mm-hmm. which include a couple. Only one, I think, it's only Wigan who are in that. Um, Plus the likes of Ipswich and some other very winnable games. So you, you get through to Christmas, you know, like Christmas, it, we've got Blackburn twice in the space of <laughs> like three weeks. We've got um, essentially some very winnable games. Out yeah. of it. I think we could get a Christmas at the moment with fifty points yeah. and be well on the way to that. London. That's the thing. It's we've just said about about there about potentially moving and being broken by this this break. But once we're over this, we, we could really do some damage in this league and, and almost put it out of out of um, sight for, for some of the others because I, I, I do feel we're just going to be too too strong for a lot of teams in I, this think that's it. I mean you say once we're over this I don't think we'll come through this with, with too many points dropped I mean even at Br- uh, Bristol we, we weren't that good second half but just the difference in quality between two uh, teams uh, just <laughs> 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 I've heard this part of so many like lo- loads of people saying well I wish at Bristol second half no we weren't oh, we just I, defended really really say, well what's, what's, what's all this based on because there wasn't a stream available for it well I was there yeah exactly that's my <laughs> yeah. point who, who, well, who, who was but, 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 like, we just defended really well apart from Marcel's flapping they didn't have a single chance we hit the post in the second half and if Perez had got his head up we would have scored a couple more well, yeah, so, so, so the, 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 please continue the commentary on a, a rival radio station uh, yeah. no um, it, it didn't sound like we played that well but either way it sounds like the, the problem for the other teams I mean Brighton as well it's just the, the golf in quality between us and all of the teams we've played so far I mean nobody's scored a good goal against us all the other teams have just struggled massively to just make any real chances we've, had, we've, we've still making mistakes we're still doing silly things at times we've got a few players who I don't want to be too critical of after four wins but you know the likes of Dummett who've got it in them to just have their <laughs> how long did we last? 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, um, 15 even Lascelles is, is prone to errors and in, in the Premier League we got punished and we just conceded goal after goal in these situations whereas it's just not going to happen in this league none of the teams have that kind of quality I've looked at Derby's team they've got a couple of players I think, um, just sold their best player Hendrick to yeah. Burnley, Burnley. Yeah. and lost Chris Martin who mm-hmm. was one of their best players but had a really tough time with injuries yeah he was well, the top scorer last season injured as well. is he? he only got like 13 goals last season he's, yeah because yeah, he's, yeah, he's just yeah. injured all the time yeah. <laughs> His you know, record ridiculous for them. Will Hughes might be injured. Um, who else they got? Tom Ince is all right. He, yeah, he'll, he'll get a few true. goals, but but we just bought, just bought Vidrin, who's got a cracking record at West Brom. Yeah, but I just I didn't see team. We're going to play like Derby saying, "Oh yeah, it's a hard game." But if we can get a goal on the board, you kind of can comfortable that they're, they're probably not going to score. And if they do, yeah, thanks to Chancel. <laughs> well, Chancel and the cell's been excellent. Let's just talk a little bit about Derby some more. Brought in Nigel Pearson was heralded by many as the coup of mm-hmm. the summer, the best in any league. The managerial signing, and I mean, he gets a lot of praise for 
winning Leicester the league. I think that's a bit much personally. Um, <laughs> he also that it was it was a miracle to keep Leicester up. Let's remember he was up against Steve Bruce's Hull. Um, I can't, there's been so many Sunderland managers I can't even remember who was in charge of them <laughs> but Sunderland who failed to get 40 points Advocate that time Advocate and Carver <laughs> <laughs> they're the three he beat to, and, and, job. and we ended up finishing above them anyway yeah, <laughs> let's yeah. just, so let's just hold off with the Nigel Pearson power a little bit um, yeah, but I think it, it's the fact that they were they were down and out I mean they were bottom of the league they were way adrift at one point and the, the job he did, I mean, the, the win, was it six of the last seven games or something like that? Yeah. was a cracking run. I, th- I think he's due, Dewey's, he's due, he's due. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, 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 uh, <laughs> he's, he, he did a good job with them and, and I think it was just that confidence building and that momentum grew, grew from that and that's what sort of enabled them to go on and do what they did the next season. But as you say, like, Ranieri came in, had his own stuff. But anyway, apart from that, um, I think he's he's not had a great start of the season. I think is one thing we've got to call out. Um, the well, lost, well, lost two, the lost to Burton. I want to add to what losing to Burton is absolutely literally going to cast in five t- five years time losing to Gateshead. Like Burton was a team that was always Derby's first preseason with like yeah, a, a bunch yeah. of lads who yeah. were like young, maybe a couple of pros. It's just humiliating. And I was in I was in that neck of the woods not too long ago. Speaking of a Derby fan, I mean, I'll give you the background. He just approached me, <laughs> and, he, and he said, "I heard you talking about Newcastle." And I'm a Derby fan, so whilst trying to plot an escape, um, he mentioned that like he said he was really looking forward to Burton Derby. But most, you know, how a lot of Newcastle fans look out for Gateshead. Mm-hmm. Most Derby fans have traditionally looked out for Burton, gone to five or six Burton games a season if Derby aren't playing the same day. So for them to come and beat them <laughs> yeah. is kind of humiliating. Yeah. Uh, so that, yeah, and if you look at they've also lost two at Barnsley. And had a good start, but mm. and the and I think they've won one, drawn two. The two at Brighton and Villa who drew at Brighton and Villa. So they haven't scored at home yet. Yeah. I don't think. Um, so I think it'll be a tight, tight game on that because they they obviously don't come out. But you know, Vile we went to Bristol City. They didn't have a shot. Vile went got done three one. Could have been more. So it's hard to judge in this league, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think Derby would take a point, Ben? Yeah, definitely. Of course. I think we've, we've spoken many times on podcasts on this. We're, we're the big scout in this league. Yeah. I think if anyone can get anything from, from us, they would take it um, before balls kicked. It, I mean, obviously, things don't sometimes don't go away. I mean, the first two games, I think, um, was just a case of crashing us a bit rusty and, and perhaps we didn't really know how to approach the games, given that they were obviously two pretty average teams. I mean, they the Fulham game especially they offered absolutely nothing and it was a quite a tough game in terms of just how, how you were going to approach it um, well it was also I have to say the, the, if you look at that team to the team that will be out yeah. Oh, yeah, Saturday yeah. it's like it's a whole different yeah. ball game isn't it in terms of the players and that and we've got a full squad to choose from now haven't we yeah it's only I whisper it carefully it's only Aaron's that's injured isn't it I think well it, yeah you're, it's officially you're, you're forgetting Rob Rob the goalkeeper. Rob Roos. Well, preferred dollar anyway, but um, like I mean, Gal Gomez. I don't know whether he'll be. No, I think he'd be class available, but I don't know whether he. But no, my point is that in in the time we've doing this this podcast, even during like the off season, (laughs) this is the best injury state we've ever had. It's no, it's no surprise, is it? Well, Rafa's coming and cleaned out the 
Cut the grass. The training ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got got rid of the mole hills and everything that we were <laughs> on the pitch. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's as as I said there, it's, it's all about um, everyone sort of competing for places and and while we've got that, I think everyone's on there's pressure on everyone to perform, um, and that's hopefully gonna gonna bring the best out of everyone. Yes, Sai, uh, moving it back onto Newcastle from Derby that me and Ben were talking about. Do you think he has to start the same team as against Derby, or do you think I've just got rid of my start, which is really annoying? I've done it for the special this the week. Same team. That beat Brighton, Brighton, sorry. But there's a. Where's me crack this week for the special? And this is the. So two away games in four days, three three games in a week. Um, this happens without cup competitions. 13 times a season, three games in a week, Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, or maybe Sunday, Wednesday, if stuff gets moved later on. And it just say we get through five more cup rounds. It turns it into 18 times, plus the Cheltenham game, 19 times. For me, he's just got to rotate. Yeah. I don't know whether he does it now, or whether he does it against QPR. It's kind he, of already, he already has done it a little bit, hasn't he? Doesn't, he? he doesn't, he's already established that certain players he, he likes at home. Shelby hasn't started an away game yet. Yeah. And I've done. He's starting to play well enough that you might probably yeah. get get the nod this time round. But well, that's that's why we, that's why I've given you this question because it's it's almost like that Brighton game. This was like this is my first team. Yeah. Apart from Perez, apart from having no strikers, but yeah, apart from that, the rest Obviously, of it. Gail Gail comes back to the team. That's that's good luck question. The the big one. I mean, I think midfield will get retired. You've, you've got Colback, Shelby, Hayden, Anita. Um, hmm. Well, he's not. He's right back now, surely. Yeah. I mean, then you got you've got Yedlin. You've got the lad who's coming left back. Well, you've got Atsu. You've got Murphy. Like defense, he, he wants to. I think, like most good managers, he'll want a, a settled defence. He won't want to chop and change out too much. Then again, last away game at um, Bristley just threw in. Was it Clark? Yeah, Clark um, left back. I think the only position for grabs really at the minute is left back. And as you say, there's Gomez. I don't know. Do you think? Do you think um, Vernon's? Fit? I don't know if Vernon's that popular. Right? And that he had good games. Yedlin probably takes that eventually, but you know, he's not probably played for us yet. He had a couple of yeah. minutes at um, Brighton. He's not going to stick him in Derby away, is he? No. And he has done all right at right back. He's, he was terrible in midfield, but he's doing a perfectly good job at fullback for now. It's not to say that Yedlin doesn't come in for a few games and, and take that position for him. Or Gomez, like you say. Or Gomez, yeah. And s- same for Dummett. Like, we've won four games in a row and we've conceded uh, one goal. Yeah. One goal. You, know, you can't really fault the defence for that. that yeah. Form. but equally as you say it'll, it'll come down to rotation they'll, they'll, these players will get chances he'll get games and if he if he plays well he'll continue to get games equally Gomez might do that the same on the left the only real put, like non-undroppable player in there is Mbemba isn't it I think even Lascelles gets dropped for, for Clark and you know he's not going to just write off Hanley straight away um, but the, the front three is the only one that picks itself I mean Gufran has become undroppable <laughs> Uh, Gale will play obviously and uh, Diame like I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far yet <laughs> no I think the front four definitely is, is those four players Gale, Richie um, Diame and and Gufran I don't know I think you'll see well Atsu will definitely come in maybe not for this game but ahead of Gufran a lot yeah, of games I agree um, I don't know whether he plays outside I think he might play the same side, but he probably play yeah, I think he does yeah um, and Mitrovic will come in yeah. a lot yeah, I think I think you can move. Yeah, well, that is so hard to call, isn't it? And Ben, think about the like the bench, like yeah. players like Gareth, who was like sitting yeah. on the bench for Athletic in Madrid, thinking, "Well, this is this is not so good. I'm going to get myself across here for first team football." Can't, can't you, get you, will, you will get on the bench. Lot <laughs> of games. Neither will Hanley. Neither will Clark. Yeah. Neither, neither will you know. He's not. I mean, he might play Murphy. Um, he might put Murphy and 
Ooh, Mitrovic on the bench, or Gale on the bench, or however he's playing, but he might not. And then you've got Aaron's when he comes back, which, albeit down the line, it's like, how does how does Rafa keep that score happy? And the only way you can think about it is mass rotation. Yeah, I, you have to look back as well as it is Manchester record. He, he loved to change the team at Liverpool, I'm sure. There was a stat He went like 72 games without changing a team, though. Most of Premier League history. I'm not saying he didn't yeah. do what you said. No, so I, I don't I'm think saying that he did set that record for most games. But I don't think he's going to chop and change it every week. He's bought this massive squad because, as you said, he's rightly seen that there's all these weeks where we're going to have three or four games. But if he doesn't chop and change every week, so how, does he, how does he keep the players me and Ben are alluding to happy? Surely it's impossible. No, you'll phase them in, so you will, you'll start with a fairly similar side. There you go, Grant. You're, you're on the bench three weeks' time against it. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's the sort of thing it will be. It'll be, right, Yedlin, here's your chance. You can have a game here. Play well, you might get another. Or you know, uh, uh, I, I don't think it's going to be just like right. You you play this week, you play next week. But I think it's going to be based on as Dodgy was just saying there. We've got a thirteen weeks minimum where we've got three games in a week. There's no chance he's playing the same team Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. There's no chance. I think there's a few players that will play them all. So I think Mbembe um, will pretty much play until he's away in the African Cup of Nations. That's where obviously the likes of Clark and Hanley will get a chance to come in after Christmas. Yeah. Um, midfield wise, I think he probably feels um, that we've got enough in there to, to rotate. You you've obviously think we've got Shelby, Hayden, um, Colback, um, helps out here. Who else have we got? Well, mid, my centre midfield is the only area that's a little bit light, although Diame. Can drop, could, can drop into centre yeah. mid, but it is, that's the only real. I know, you, I know, Sai, you're right. You've got a Nida. Got a Nida. Yeah, you've got Tiote as well. Theory, um, but it looks like he'll definitely be off to, you know, one of the transfer yeah. windows that's still open. You know, your yeah. Russia and that. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it, like I think centre midfield is kind of weak. I think that's where we'll strengthen in January. I also expect others to. I expect them in January to like to centre midfield. For, to not, I know this is harsh, and I hope they do well in Newcastle and you know do quite a next season in the Premier League. But yeah, Murphy, Hanley, Clarks probably haven't been signed for the Premier League. Mm. I think he'll sign a central midfielder in January um, for, for, for next year, ready for next year to to get to get to get going because I don't think he'll go into the Premier League next year with those three. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean. QBR Tuesday, lads. Uh, ben, I'll start with you. What would you take from this? What do you think is a good return? What, from, from, these, two from games? these two games? Yeah, I think four points four would points. be good, but I think we'll get six. Sorry? Yeah, like I said before, I don't I don't think teams are going to score goals against us, and as yeah. long as we put in a half-decent performance and create some chances, I think we can just win matches like this. QPR have obviously had a better start than Derby and maybe a bit more form, more likely to score against us. Um... So that's probably uh, for me. That's where we might draw, but yeah, four points would be good. Six points, quite likely, and obviously decent. I think three. I'm not saying what I think will happen. I think three points from those two games is an excellent return. I mean, realistically, you could draw both games and you come yeah. away from that not feeling particularly disappointed. So, mm. to get three would be really positive. I think we'll get six, like you said, maybe four. I'm worried that Saturday, particularly as I'm going, might be nil nil because I think I think 
from considering Derby's start of the season yeah, and just getting be bit, bit off, off, off Burton, I think Nigel Pearson would snap 0-0 right now and think, right, something to start building on. Because mm-hmm. as they always say in the Championship, it's momentum. Yeah. You want momentum to go to the next thing. But yeah. the the kind of Newcastle fan inside of me, the man who's met Rafa Benitez, thinks, we'll smash both of these. <laughs> we'll do we'll do Wolves like five. We'll put the reserves out and do them five again next week. Yeah. Then we'll have Vile live on telly in front of the nation. We'll put six past them. Um, I don't think we're far from that though. You know that's what happened last time in the championship, and it was after a slow start-ish. Um, you know, we drew with West Brom. That I think once this team kicks into gear, there will be some some hammerings, and this league's full of teams that, that will take just, a hammering. Just before the, the national break, I mean, four against Redden, um, comfortably beat Brighton, and could have been more if good yeah. fan shot it had just been a yeah. couple of inches. Wasn't so bad shooting. I know if he was if he wasn't the target. He wasn't so rubbish. Not the bar. Um, <laughs> So I, th- I think we've already we've already started uh, to really cut teams apart, and you just see the quality we've got. The midfield were absolutely brilliant, and when they start to dominate games, there's not many in this league are going to live with them. And I just think I agree with Sai a bit that it's just a case of getting getting a the strikers in form. Mitrovic obviously his problems last year where he needed a lot of chances to, before he scored, and he was quite wasteful. This could be a season where he really grows and, and gets some confidence. Um, if he can get on a really good goal scoring run then he'll be brilliant Murphy's got a cracking record for the last couple of years in this league Gale's already top scorer and flying so we've got loads of goals in, in the team um, it's just a case of whether, if, if we can get them the, the chances and opportunities um, which I think the, the players we brought in like you were saying before Atsu I think um, you, you've, you've got to have some ability to be sticking around at Chelsea to your 23-24 I know he's been farmed out and learned out a lot but you know, is it is it forty eight players Chelsea got out no no a mockery thirty odd I think I heard this morning but <laughs> it's, it's been the same for about eight years now isn't it uh, I haven't mentioned that kid from Palermo what's his name Lazar Lazar left back I, I just called yeah. him the left part yeah because yeah. I forgot his name um, another one no nothing about him but again he's got some decent YouTube highlights <laughs> like some serious like he look the shoot brigade at St James's when he's on the edge of the D with no one in front of him I mean the D with the centre circle <laughs> he's got, he's got a in him. oh my god yeah it'll be shoot oh you doing man why, why did you shoot <laughs> the, you know you all know who you are I mean we're, we're coming to the end of the show um, predictions Ben I'm going to go for 2-0 2-0 Derby no <laughs> 2-0 Newcastle Ben Sai uh, yeah 1-0 I'm also going 1 0, and I'll take it a step further 1 0 from a corner because we're putting some good corners this season and gotten out, and Derby look, look against Burton weak from Croppers. And Bamba to bag? I'm going to say um, someone rogue like Paul. Paul. Yeah. Paul Dunn. Paul. Yeah. Paul. Now that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> the fullbacks are on the halfway line for a start, let, let alone. Paul's ability for that would be, be headed out to him <laughs> on the edge of the day and the shoot brigade will be <laughs> but 3,000 Newcastle fans will be 3,200 over there I'm really pleased it's sold out shout out to here's the real lads I'm just getting them up Gorilla Montoon at Gorilla Montoon who sorted uh, Ben out with, with the ticket or his dad did and nice thank you Brad at uh, BJ Mac nineteen eighty nine wouldn't hold his. Um, yeah, sorting out green suit Carly with tickets because as usual, like I put the shout out for Derby when tickets were on sale. No one got back to us as soon as the sold out segment. <laughs> <laughs> Who's up for Derby? <laughs> um, 
So yeah, cheers lads for so much out there. We're really looking forward to it. And um, like I said, we'll have a podcast out after the game, uh, pretty much within two or three hours, hopefully. Uh, we'll probably do a preview of QPR, maybe, on Radio Tyneside. We'll speak to the people that, that matter at Radio Tyneside <laughs> to see if we can get a preview out. And I'd, like I said, I have the story of myself, Mick Martin and Wallace Wilson meeting Rafa Benitez out this Monday night. Please tune in, share it, retweet us. And like I said, please vote for us um, with the really easy yet complicated the way I <laughs> described it way of voting for us for the FBAs and you know follow us on SoundCloud Twitter and TF Weekly Pod and if any more of you want to leave us reviews on iTunes that would be champion because it really helps get the pod uh, up on the ratings on there I've rambled on enough lads this has been a pleasure thank you Tucker yep and uh, that's it hello this is Dogger again um this is I'm recording this after the show you've just listened to. The show we've just done is normally not podcasted. It is for radio only, uh, Radio Townside, which you can find online by Googling Radio Townside. Pretty much either one thirty or two p.m. before every Saturday game, uh, midweeks and stuff. We we tend to fill the bottle a little bit. But if you liked what you heard tonight, please tune in to the radio shows live. They're only done live uh, I've put tonight out as a podcast just to kind of show people a little bit what the shows are like if you didn't already know um, we obviously want as many people as possible to listen to the radio shows because that's why we do them for people to listen live otherwise it would be a little bit pointless we just have to stop at home and do two podcasts so yeah if you've enjoyed tonight make sure you tune in every Saturday home games I think is 1.30pm away games 2pm um, and you'll get to hear us preview every single championship game and uh, next season the Premier League. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.